and Chris Van Hollen for U.S. Senate. Stay with your election source for the latest. The U.S. House has passed a measure that provides legal protection for same-sex and interracial marriage. The fear among Democrats is those protections could go away just as abortion rights did. It's 10 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Jennifer Kuyper in Chicago. Triple-digit temperatures are baking many parts of the U.S. KCNC-TV reporter Michaela White in Denver. It feels like an oven inside here. And Missy Anderson says within minutes, temperatures sizzle inside a hot car. Where my car is sitting is 106 degrees. The inside temperature of my car, 156. We have 50 degrees difference. As the injury health coordinator for Denver Health, Missy says heat stroke begins as heat exhaustion. Then it progresses quickly. Portions of Europe are experiencing record-breaking heat. Peter Talisa, head of the U.N. Weather Agency, says he hopes this serves as a wake-up call for governments and voters to do more on climate change. In the future, this kind of heat wave are going to be normal, and, uh, and we will see even stronger extremes. We have already pumped uh, so much uh, carbon dioxide to the atmosphere that the negative trend uh, will continue for the coming decades. And so far, we haven't been able to reduce our emissions uh, globally. The U.S. House overwhelmingly approves a bill to protect same-sex and interracial marriages. It comes in the wake of the Supreme Court's decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. CBS's Natalie Brand. Supporters of the Respect for Marriage Act note Justice Clarence Thomas's separate opinion suggested the court should reconsider past precedent, including same-sex marriage and access to contraception. But Republicans say the majority opinion did not go that far. This bill is simply the latest installment of the Democrats' campaign to delegitimize and attempt to intimidate the United States Supreme Court. Natalie Brand, CBS News, Capitol Hill. Taking the stand on day two of Parkland school shooter Nicholas Cruz's sentencing hearing, Christopher McKenna, a former student at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School. McKenna described the moments before the shooting. I a rifle in the sentence. I walked, I was, I kept, I was stunned for one second, and he said to me, Get out of here. Things are about to get bad. 14 students and three staff members were killed. A jury must decide whether to sentence the gunman to death or life in prison. Steve Bannon's contempt of Congress trial has begun. CBS's Scott McFarland with more. The federal prosecutor for the Justice Department said Steve Bannon decided he was above the law. His defense attorney argued in opening statements that politics is the lifeblood of the U.S. House and that this case is motivated by politics. The rollout of a new logo for an Atlanta-area elementary school is put on hold after some outraged parents noted similarities between the logo and a Nazi symbol. The new logo for Eastside Elementary School in Marietta is undergoing immediate review for needed changes. This is CBS News. Need to hire quality candidates fast? You need Indeed, the end-to-end -end hiring solution. Attract, interview, and hire candidates all in one place. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. It is 10.03 here on WTOP. Continuing coverage on this Tuesday evening, July 19th, 2022, of the Maryland primary. I'm Dimitri Sotis, and we have some... Additional information just coming in, so we need to take you right to the election desk. WTOP's Nick Ionelli. Nick, I need to push one button here, and then I'll get to you. I apologize for the technical snafu, but I think we got it figured out. Nick Ainelli is live. Okay, Dimitri, yes, this is true. In the 6th Congressional District, which includes Frederick County and a portion of Montgomery County, the Associated Press is now projecting that Democratic incumbent Congressman David Trone has defeated his challenger in the Democratic primary. He has three Democrats 
against him in that primary. The Associated Press says he has won. We're also hearing that John Sarbanes has won the Democratic nomination for the U.S. House seat in Maryland's third congressional district. So those two winners just announced within the past few seconds. Some exciting news in the early results. We do have some general election matchups set now. Heather Mazur has won the Democratic primary for the U.S. House seat in District 1. She's going to face Republican Congressman Andy Harris in November. In District 5, Democratic Congressman Steny Hoyer won his Democratic primary. Chris Palumbi won the Republican primary in that same district. So it's going to be Hoyer against Palumbi in November. And we are also hearing that Neil Parrott has won the Republican nomination for the U.S. House seat in Maryland's 6th Congressional District. So now we are getting these rapid results tonight after the polls closed at 8 o'clock. We are now seeing the winners in these U.S. House races. There are primaries all across uh, the state of Maryland in the eight U.S. House races that are in Maryland. We're continuing to follow the results. And as you've been hearing just over the past minute or so, they are now coming in. Even though the mail-in ballots that hundreds of thousands of Marylanders had requested won't get counted, the counting process won't begin until Thursday, these are the results that we are seeing, and we are bringing them to you live, and we'll continue to do so all throughout the night. Live at the election desk, Nick Einelli, WTOP News. That was an interesting one that, uh, that, uh, that Nick had at the end there. Neil Parrott on the Republican side in the 6th District to take on David Trone, who is considered a vulnerable Democrat now. We will have some analysis about that a little later in the hour and more results. Speaking of more results, let's take a look at the governor's races tonight, not to mention the context for Montgomery County Executive. WTOP's Kate Ryan is live in the newsroom as well and has updates on both. That's right. No surprises here. These numbers aren't swinging, but by a few points each on the governor's race in the Democratic side, Westmore with about 37, 38 percent of the vote. Tom Perez, 25 percent. And Peter Francho, the state comptroller with 21 percent of the vote reported so far on the GOP side. Dan Cox. Now, this is the delegate uh, from Frederick County who has been uh, critical of the voting uh, counting process. He denied the 2020 results, but tonight uh, the results so far show he's got 55% of the vote against Kelly Schultz, who was uh, backed by Governor Hogan. She has 41% of the vote. And again, I keep saying so far because we're early in the game here, these are um, in person and not the mail-in ballots. On the county executive race in Montgomery County, David Blair uh, ahead of Mark Elrich, the incumbent, with 40% of the vote. Elrich has about 37%. Behind him, Hans Reimer with 20% of the vote there. And in on the GOP side uh, for county executive, Reardon Sullivan with 65% of the votes cast so far. Uh, Shelley Skolnick trailing with 35% there. So again, those are the numbers we have tonight. And more results just coming in that we need to uh, take you back to the election desk. Nick Ionelli is back with us. What's new now? Well, Dimitri, as we were just talking about, these results are coming in rapidly. And we just got another result from a primary in a U.S. House race. This is in the 8th District, which includes most of Montgomery County. Jamie Raskin, who was in a Democratic primary against one challenger, Adalib Adulete, he has apparently, according to the Associated Press, come away with a pretty strong victory. Jamie Raskin, who was first elected in 2016, running for his fourth term, he has won the Democratic primary in the 8th District, 
which includes most of Montgomery County. Live at the election desk, Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Dick Giuliano watching some races as well. Anthony Brown has taken a sizable lead over Katie Curran O'Malley in